Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast, a place where experts share their wisdom on living well by mastering your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that the best way to support the show is simply to share this episode with your friends and family. Also, if you want to learn more about Mastering Life, go to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you enjoy the episode. We have a very special guest with us today, so grab your pen and paper and enjoy the journey. Before we get started, I have an announcement to make. In celebration of our launch, I'm giving away a free iPad. Shameless bribe here. To enter the drawing, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and review on Apple, and then join our newsletter by submitting the form at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. Once you do that, send me the screenshot of each step to gabe at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com, and I will enter you into the drawing to get yourself a free iPad. Again, to enter the drawing, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and review on Apple, and then join our newsletter at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. All right, and we are live. Today we have with us Bill Ranshaw. Bill is a three times Emmy Award winner and award winning documentary and short film producer, and also a recovered porn and sex addict who stopped masturbation on March 21st, 2017, and has since developed a system to remain porn free for life. Bill, thank you very much for showing up on the show today. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, Gabriel. Thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate the intro on that. I will also add on to that, not only uh, masturbation-free, but porn-free since March 21st, 2017. And so it is, uh, it's a big challenge for a lot of guys out there in the world. and Maybe it's a challenge a lot of guys don't even think about as well. So that's kind of what I'm here to talk about today. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm excited for this conversation because, you know, I'm a guy too. And so I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know it can be an, a major issue for many guys out there, especially um, considering now that we're in COVID times and we're all kind of stuck in our houses 24-7. So mm-hmm. um, this is a very pertinent talk topic for where we are today. Absolutely. So to get everybody started, um, you know, why don't you introduce yourself, who, who you are, um, what you do, and then how you got started down that path in the first place. Sure. Perfect. Uh, Bill Ranshaw, I am a porn and sex addiction recovery coach, more so focusing on the, on the porn addiction side because that tends to lead a lot of people down the road of sex addiction, uh, and both of them are extremely challenging. And how I got into it, and uh, you know, I, I have a lot of uh, uh, podcasts and other videos that really go into detail about my story and the long history of my story. You can check out my other um, uh, uh, social medias for that. But what happened to me is I started watching porn very young at the age of 11, about the same age as a lot of guys do. It was hardcore porn. And when I first had sex when I was 19, I didn't orgasm. And at the time I thought, well, maybe that's just the way that it is. Well, it wasn't the way that it is. The entire rest of my life up till about four years ago, I could not orgasm from sex. It was always through masturbation or porn and masturbation. And, uh, you know, jokingly, I say I can count on, on one hand how many times I could orgasm from sex in, in 30 some years. And so you know, when I was young, it, it wasn't that big of a, a deal because I was still able to perform. And I've had a lot of crazy stories and I'll probably do a podcast on that sometime. So <laughs> just all the crazy sex and, and just weird stuff and stuff that's available out there. People think that doesn't even really happen. It does. And it's not a brag. It, just, it is what it is and understanding later on in life how that really affected me and in how that was is when I got into my mid to late 30s and I really decided maybe I wanted to settle down or start dating people. 
I get into a relationship and how it showed up for me was in sexual dysfunction. And I would lose sexual arousal, uh, sexual passion, anything sexually related inside of an intimate relationship completely went out the window. Of course, you can obviously tell I couldn't keep a relationship at that time. It also showed up in my life um, in, in areas, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today, that you don't ever expect. And with the, with the direction of what you're doing is working with entrepreneurs, is that's how it fit into my life. There's a lot of ways that porn affects people, but they don't understand it. I'm not on a soapbox here to tell people don't watch porn. I personally think it causes issues to anybody that can do it, but I'm not here saying to stop. Where my angle comes in is if you are an entrepreneur or if you've tried everything in your life to just be successful, if you've tried all the self-help books, you've tried self-help seminars, you've done retreats, you've done every book that you possibly can, and you're always just falling, falling short of succeeding or getting on that other side of greatness, I just ask men, consider the role that porn is playing in your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, I love everything you said so far. And, um, I mean, the, you're obviously the expert here, but the way that I've seen it, it play out in my own life and in others is that it's kind of like, um, almost like you're leaking energy. And, uh, you mentioned it yourself that when, when you go down this road, um, you, it, you know, it's an addiction as, as you said. And so, um, can you kind of correlate, uh, how do you see it play out in, you know, the people that you work with? Um, I guess you mentioned like, why, I don't know how to put this. What? Why can the? Um, how does the porn affect your your intimacy? Um, yeah. And go into kind of like the the mechanisms of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, the the first thing that I or one of the is is uh, you know I teach men. There's about seven or seven disciplines that you have to master really for transformation and to stop porn forever. And one of them is understanding the brain science behind it. Mm. And for a lot of men to start watching earlier and earlier. It really is the cues and the triggers that we are trained to uh, um, understand arousal and sexual desire with women. And we start watching porn younger and younger, and it starts cementing our brain and going down a path and associating sexual arousal to really inanimate, inauthentic ways. And real quickly, triggers might be if you walk into your house and nobody's home, you walk into your office or you sit down at your laptop. Um, maybe it, it, a lot of times it is, you just see in a really attractive girl and all of a sudden all these triggers start firing off and is what we have lost. And where, where it scares me with young men is you start losing those, those cues of when you're with, with women that maybe the kissing, the touching, the conversation, those type of things. And in younger men don't really understand it because you can perform for a long time. You can still do, you know, you can still do porn, but still have these arousals when you're young. But as you get older, they get more and more cemented. So it's going to cause bigger problems farther down the road. Gotcha. And, so this is, it's kind of, sorry to jump in here, but, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I just wanted to touch on that point because, so it sounds like it is all, it is a cumulative thing. And that, that is so, um, so common in, you know, any type of addiction that you get. It's like, uh, I like to use the example of a wagon going down a road. Um, you know, every time it goes down that road, the ruts get deeper and deeper mm -hmm. and deeper until there's really only one direction for it to go. Yep. Um, 
So it, it sounds like it, it's just like that as an addiction is that, you know, the more you do younger, um, so this is speaking more to the younger generation here, uh, the more times you do it at that age, it becomes a problem, you know, more and more as you grow older. Is that, is that correct? Absolutely. That's absolutely what it is. And that rut and that cue, I always call it a path as well. That's becomes the only path of, of sexual intimacy that you can start gaining and it gets and it completely separates. For me, how it showed up when I would get into a relationship I would be very close to a girl. So intimacy wasn't a problem with me. I could get really close and connected with somebody and really enjoy and love that. But the sexual passion almost felt taboo. It would go out the window. And all of a sudden, the only relationships that I had ever had growing up that were intimate were family uh, and close friends, which of course, sex was not involved in those situations. <laughs> and so when I got into an intimate relationship, it just felt weird. It's like, gosh, it, you know, it doesn't belong here. You know, sex is something I do outside or porn. I do it alone. And when I say alone, it, you know, uh, literally, but also mentally, uh, porn teaches you to have sex mentally alone and not connecting with somebody else. And so it does make it harder to have those intimate connections as you grow older. And that's why um, they have what's porn induced erectile dysfunction really sets in in men and they don't understand it. And it's because they, again, their brain isn't triggered this way to be intimately and sexual. Oh, and interesting. It, yeah. So it kind of decouples your, your intimacy and your sex. Mm -hmm. um, obviously they're, they're two different things and, you know, in an ideal world, you want them to be, you know, the same action, but, um, it sounds like porn, it decouples that. So you can really only experience one at a time. Absolutely. Gabe. Wow. That, yeah. Very perceptive. You put that, you put that great. And how, how it really designed for me is it was a few years ago. It was one final relationship that I had where it, it just ended. And it's because of, I could, again, sexual dysfunction was all over the place and I finally had to sit down and come to that realization. I had to have that real hard look at myself and saying, I need to get over this if I, if I want to have a future. So the, the pain of not stopping finally got greater of, of actually having to take action of, of what I needed to do and realizing that porn was never going to allow me to have the future that I wanted. And so that's when I stopped. I stopped immediately once I made that choice and that decision. But I also, it, it went back to the many other years of the self-help, self-development, you know, communication. So I had done many years of those type of things. But going back to the story that Riley helped men with is if you've tried everything and it's not working, realizing that porn could be that roadblock and how it showed up in my life again was uh, it, it just really decreases interest in most all other activities. And that evolves around the brain science around dopamine. And I talked about a lot of that in, in some of my other videos and, and you don't have pleasure in a lot of things. So it really, you become bored, you become unmotivated, you lose interpersonal communication, not just with an intimate partner, but with friends, with coworkers, um, you become, you can become irritable. You can become angry. You Another thing which is really interesting because of the brain science and a lot of the neurotransmitters is um, you, you have less bonding with people. And that has to do with the drug oxytocin that, that is released when you, when you have sex with somebody, but you're not bonding with people because you're having this, this, this lack of intimacy in general. Uh, so it really leads to depression, erectile dysfunction. I was fairly successful for most of my life in, in, in doing sales for, for uh, various companies. However, I would job skip. I would get really excited. 
I would get into a business and all of a sudden be gung ho. And I know a lot of guys can relate to this. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, what am I doing? This isn't shiny what object syndrome. Yeah. And, and that's really, that's really what it is. And once I was able to stop the porn, life started to clear up for me. I call it, I call it the porn storm or the brain fog. Yep. And, and once that happens, that, that starts to lift. But what I found, so when I stopped porn, uh, I could notice immediately things. I was more interested in, in, in people and in activities. I was more connected. But I did notice because I wasn't paying attention to it. For the first time in my life, I did have other addictions slip in, substance addictions. I was okay. in a car accident and was on opioids and was addicted to opioids for about six or seven months and worked with my doctor to get off of that. And that caused massive depression. And then after that, uh, we were working on, uh, on a television series here in Denver on Rocky Mountain PBS, as well as a documentary short film. And so, and had doing our sales job at the same time. So I was burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> Lo and behold, somebody uh, says, you should try cocaine. No way. <laughs> not going to do Every it. Every time somebody says that, you got to watch out. Yeah. And I'd never done it. None of, never done it before. I shouldn't say that. You know, many, many years ago. And I, you know, it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I did it this time. And like people always say, you get addicted to cocaine. You know, the first, the first hit is always the best. But it worked. And that was a tough one um, to overcome. That took me close to eight or nine months to overcome. But I used a lot of the, a lot of the same techniques that I used for the porn. However, that was the key where I realized, okay, one addiction left, another one slipped in. And so we really have to figure out what is the root behind this? Why do these keep coming in? And through the common denominator, a lot of the people that I work with and that I've spoken to in the interviews that I've done, and I've gone down the path of really teaching teaching people um, I call it purpose over porn or porn. I'm sorry. Purpose kills porn. And once you- <laughs> I'm, I'm going to jump in here real quick. Cause I love where you're going. Um, I do have one question though. So, sure. um, I mean, you've talked a lot about porn and I just want to make a clarification that it's not only masturbation. It's also just watching the porn itself. Correct. It's mm-hmm. not correct. It, okay. Okay. Yep. I just wanted to make sure that that was a uh, clarification because I know people that, um, that just watch it and they don't think that there is any detrimental effects in that area. But, um, if it is the porn itself that, that can cause the, yeah. um, yep. The, the issues. Yeah, that's a great point, Gabe. Let me, and let me touch upon that. And again, it comes back to dopamine. Dopamine, a lot of people get confused with, they, they call it the, um, uh, the happy drug. It's more of the motivation drug. It's not the drug that's released at the time of a high reward. It's a drug that is released in anticipation of a high reward. Uh, and dopamine is always looking for faster ways to receive a new and greater reward. Mm. It's the same reason like when you had that first piece of bite of cake, it's, it tastes amazing. And when you get towards the end, it doesn't taste as good. Yep. And like so video this, games. Exactly. And so a lot of what I teach does correlate with, with, with a lot of behaviorals, gaming and, uh, um, uh, and gambling and things like that. But porn is that says, so when you're watching, it's the same thing that dopamine, and a lot of people call that edging. They're not really masturbating, but they'll watch porn. They'll get that arousal, but that's the same thing. That's that dopamine being released in anticipation. And, and so real, real hardcore addicts, uh, really get in. So they're always watching different clips every 10 seconds to 30 seconds. And they're always jumping clips oh, because they're, they're re-upping that dopamine hit. But yeah. that also goes back to why everything else in the world is not very interesting because you have these massive levels of dopamine that are hitting you and they can't in, in all the other dopamine that's released with other activities that you can't really compete with that. See mundane. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, 
um, that's kind of that's kind of where that goes. And so where I have found and where it worked with me is once I cleared everything out of my path, my addictions and everything else, that's where my purpose was really able to really come shooting out of me and which was really helping men figure this out. So I left I left my job. I, I left my cell job. I left the, uh, uh, being a uh, television and film producer. I left everything to follow this. And I really and, and ever since I've done that the world has provided to me. And I know that's, you, you hear entrepreneurs say that all, all the time. You just let the universe and you let, you know, let the universe guide you. It will do it. I know um, it seems so hokey, but it's, it's true, man. If you, uh, it, it really is there. I don't, there has to be science behind it that we haven't figured out, but it, it is, I agree with that. Yeah. And so that's a lot of the things that we talk about. So stopping porn, uh, we'll get into it is, you know, it, it lifts the brain fog. It resets your dopamine baselines. Um, you, you get engaged in happier hobbies. You connect on deeper levels with other people. You harness your sexual energy, which is where that attraction happens because you become more engaged and more vulnerable. That's where you start attracting things around you. And for many years, it's because I was unhappy in the porn. I was depressed. It was always money, 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 focused on the money. What can I make next? Once I put all that aside, found my purpose of what I meant to do and just talk about it and just without any expectation or regard or fear of judgment or anything like that, people are drawn to that. And one of the phrases that I usually chat about is vulnerability and really connecting with your own vulnerability. And vulnerability is the deepest level at which two people can connect and, yeah. and really, really feel each other. You can connect on work, hobbies, and sports and all those type of things. But through vulnerability, that's where people jump out of, the, out of their network to say, wow, what you said really, you know, really um, spoke to me. And that's when you hear that a lot is when you're being vulnerable. And since that point, that point, that's what I do. I really fight for men in this space. And again, I'm not telling anybody not to do it. I'm here for those who who know that it's an issue or understanding and figuring and want to figure it out more. And I will fight for you. I will fight for you because it is so damn hard for a lot of men to stop and really help you get to the other side of it and find that, find your purpose and what it is you're meant to do. Because once you find that purpose, it will pull you forward. And now you have no room for addiction because you know, no addiction is going to support that purpose. And that purpose will push that to a side and, and, and just put it out. And so that's that's where I where I find a great lane working with men. Absolutely, I mean, I can even I can hear it in your voice that this yeah. is uh, the path that you you were meant to trod. So I love I love that you made it here. Thank you. Um, so I mean, there are I'm sure there's a lot of guys listening and watching who do who you know see this in their own life and they see that they may you know have an issue here. Um, mm -hmm. They want to overcome it. So what is uh, you know maybe one or two strategies that you could give them or just pieces mm -hmm. of advice uh, for for overcoming this, kicking it once and for good, um, yeah. and really you know moving on with their life. Yeah, great. Let me. I'll run through real quick. Like I said, I got a seven discipline uh, system for transformation, and it really starts off. I'll list them all: brain science. I call it beating the fear and also self-discovery. Next is going to be nutrition and body, but not really just understanding like most people talk about nutrition, you know, being food for your body. Really, you know, nutrition really um, creates a mindset and you can create your different levels of mindset through nutrition and the same thing through, through, um, through your body is looking at both of those and your body as a vehicle for your purpose and really making sure that you're taking care of yourself in order to live your purpose and be your best so you can help others be your best. Um, and then I go into your mental well-being. Obviously, everything that we, that we intake mentally uh, uh, really affects those brain chemicals, uh, as well as spirituality. 
finding your purpose. And then kind of a bonus one is really, um, really building a good um, uh, band of brothers and really working with a community of men where you can be honest. And so the first step to take is just be honest with yourself and just be open to considering this porn an issue in my life and, and not be judgmental of yourself and saying, because for me, for many years, it's like, Oh, it's healthy. Yeah. You know, I use it to relax. You know, Everybody about, does it. Yeah. yeah. You know, you justify it, but be really be honest with yourself. The next is share your story with somebody. And if you don't have anybody, a good friend, reach out to me. I'm happy to listen and just get it off your chest and just say, listen, this, this is an issue in my life. So really just kind of declaring it just like any other addiction. Um, uh, the next is just really start working on, on systems and routines that you can put in your life that kind of, that, that scratch those triggers that you have really understanding your triggers when they come up, how they affect you and really rewriting that script in your brain and those neural connections to kind of wipe that old rut out, let it grow over and, and become impassable and start a new one, which is more authentic and more real. Um, I, the one that I always tell people about really is, and it sounds odd, it seems so far off the path, is start working on gratitude because that's the Amazing how effective that is. It, it is. And really understanding not and taking it beyond gratitude 101, which is the things that you're thankful for, but really being into to showing gratitude to other people. And the one that I feel, which is like elite gratitude, is really understanding and receiving gratitude yourself. That's where most people fall short is they won't take compliments. They won't take thanks. And in what that's doing is one, you're shutting down your own self-worth when you do that. Each time you turn down a compliment or gratitude, you're, you're subconsciously shutting down your own self-worth. You're also robbing somebody else of giving you that gratitude. And it's just like somebody giving you a Christmas or birthday present and you say, no, take it back. I don't want it. So it's very harmful. But when you can accept gratitude, you really are, are just accepting your own self-worth when you do that. And so those are the first places to start. I, I love it. I mean, everything you've said so far has been, uh, has been a gem. So um, thank you for that. I do. I need to move us on a little bit. Um, yep. You know, we, this is a 20, 30 minute podcast and yep. we're, we're coming up on the end here. Um, so you've given us a lot to think about so far and I appreciate it. Uh, one question I always ask guests is um, if you could go back to the bill who was uh, just getting out of high school, just getting out of college um, and give him one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? <sighs> Man, love yourself. Love, love yourself. That's all I can say. You're worth it. I, I grew up with the self-talk that I'm not good enough and I don't matter. And every one of us, we all matter. We're all good enough. We're, nobody's any different than anybody else. And so that's, that's what it is. Absolutely. It really does start with self-love. Um, next, you know, we all get our education from, from different areas, uh, the TV, podcasts, um, your, our friends and family. A lot of times books, I'm a big fan of books. So I always ask this question, if you give one book recommendation for your topic for, um, you know, love, uh, relationships, mm -hmm. intimacy, and another book recommendation just for ge general life, what would that be? Yep. Um, I'm not as big of a book person, but let me tell you on the, on the porn side, there's actually three that I want to recommend. Right. There is one, it's called The Porn Trap by Wendy and Larry Maltz. And that kind of actually gives you some good exercises to start working on. Uh, the next one is love you, hate the porn. And that's more so for men who are married in relationships that are porn and how to work with your spouse. And, and also it's a book for spouses as well, because it lands on spouses really hard. The next one is simply your brain on porn by Gary Wilson. That's kind of a staple in the industry. Um, 
as far as in general, I do more of listening. And so I apologize, mm-hmm. Gabe, I can't give a book on just in no, general, no, that, but it would be fun. people that I listen to are Jordan Peterson, uh, Tim Ferriss, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, you know, kind of, kind of the staples that, that people listen to. And then just, just seeking out different podcasts like yourself. I was so, I was so elated to come across yours and to be here at the infancy of what you're growing and, and looking forward to what it's doing, but really doing that in, in, on mindfulness and not in a guru. I, I am very spiritual and connected that way. But you know, I'm a, I'm a just a you know a white collar conservative guy that's out there. You know, most people think spirituality. You know, they think all this old you know hippie type thing. It's like it's not. It, it, you know, when you connect and connect with that greater uh, consciousness, anything that can get you there. Mindfulness meditation. And, you know, people say it all the time, but really mean it and understand it. Absolutely. Yeah. I. I hate to use the word spirit and spirituality because it has so many negative connotations these days, but it really is like what life is about. It's, it's your consciousness. And so, um, I love that you brought that up. Um, awesome. Well, Bill, thank you again for showing up. I, I had a blast talking with you here. Um, I'm sure everybody listening and watching did as well. Um, if somebody did want to get in contact with you, what would be the best way for them to do that? The best way you can find me at bill at billwilderment.org and it's B I L L Wilderment. Um, you can also search uh, me out on YouTube at Bill Wilderment or Bill Ranshaw, R-A-N-S-H-A-W. And uh, you can find my social medias also at Bill Wilderment. Um, also, one of the best ways is um, uh, to find more stuff that's coming out is thepurposekillsporn.com. Perfect. So there you go. If you want to get in contact with Bill, go to purposekillsporn.com. Also, Bill at Bill Wilderment, W-I-L-D-E-R-M-E-N-T.com. Yep. Awesome again, Bill. Thanks for showing up. For everybody who's here today on this episode with us, thank you guys for coming along on the journey. Again, the best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, and share with your friends and family. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you guys for sticking with us on another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of that guest. Um, Again, the best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, and share with your friends and family. Also, check out PursuingGreatnessPodcast.com if you want to get more information about what we do and what we offer. Um, I hope you guys have a great day and, and keep living in integrity with yourselves. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode coming shortly.